Hey, it's Macy from AA Equestrian on Instagram, um, and welcome to my podcast. Um, my friend Brooklyn from Barefoot Pace got me into this, so I guess I've heard a thing for it. Um, I'm using this podcast as a personal diary, I guess, just to track my progress with my horses and myself as well. Um, I want to be able to track my life events as well, so... If someone's listening to this, then, yep, that's what my podcast is going to be about. And if not, then that's fine. (laughs) So, as I said, um, this podcast will be about me and my horses. um, So, I guess I should do an introduction. Um, So, I have two horses. I have a miniature gelding called Artie. He is nine years old this year and eight hands high, and I've owned him for two and a half years. Um, He's only been a gelding for four months, um, and uh, he has sired one foal who I get regular pictures and updates of, which is nice. So, yeah, um, we only got him gelded because um, for my 16th birthday this year, I was surprised with my mare, Ash, who I'll talk about in a bit, but... um, Yeah, we had to get him gelded because he was a uh, stallion, obviously. He was dropping a lot of weight as he was uh, kind of frantically wanting to get with her. We had them in separate paddocks, so he wasn't grazing. He was spending all of his time trying to get her to pay attention to him and stuff. So in one month that we had um, Ash, he had lost about 30 kilos, which is very big, um... So we decided to get him gelded and he put the weight straight back on and has calmed down a lot. Um, and yeah, it's a bit sad because me and my mum wanted to breed him so we could have a foal of his um, later. But obviously it was in his best interest to get him gelded. So that's what we did. Um, but I'm very grateful that I still get to see updates of his foal. So yeah, um, he knows how to smile, kiss, paw, rear and hug and we are learning lunging at the moment and hopefully I will be able to teach him how to lay down and bow soon. Um, The dream with Artie kind of, uh, I don't really have many goals for him, I want to be able to take him to nursing homes and hospitals and stuff and show people, um, not really show people but I want to be able to give people the chance to have something small that can bring them so much happiness in hard times, I guess. Um, So, yeah, I kind of want him to be a therapy pony. But, yeah. Um, And then my next horse is Ash. She's a five-year-old thoroughbred um, who is 15-ish hands. She's not officially measured, but um, her papers say that she is about 15 too. Um, so yeah, I got her for my 16th birthday, as I said, and I've had her for four months this month. Um, right now she's at the breakers to be trained. Um, and yeah, little backstory about Ash. Um, she was one of my grandfather's, uh, racehorses and, um, my grandfather was battling with cancer for six years and when he passed away, he left her for me. He said that. He thought that I would really enjoy her and that we'd get along and she was a nice little mare so um, eventually I was surprised um, with her for my 16th 
and yeah she is such a gorgeous horse she has such a big personality and she's so gentle though like obviously she's still flighty and unpredictable like all horses are but she is really she has helped me a lot with the um loss of my grandfather I guess she reminds me of him a lot she's so kind and gentle but she'll also you know kind of be weary of new situations so yeah um my plans with her I guess will um to be able to really bond with her I want to be able to do tackless riding with her um so hopefully we'll get there in the next few years um and yeah um as for myself I'm 16 years old as I said previously and I live in the mid-north coast of New South Wales Australia um I own two horses, Artie Nash. I own two dogs, a cat and a frog, and me and my family live on five acres. Um, we have a couple who live with us as well who we're really close with. They're like family to us, and they own three chickens, a rabbit, um, and three snakes. So, yeah, we're kind of a close-knit family, I guess. Um, I haven't always lived here, and I haven't always owned horses. I used to live in the Blue Mountains, and... Um, I got my first horse when I was 12, I think, 12 or 13, um, and his name was Buddy. He was a white miniature, and unfortunately, I only had him for three months as our living situations didn't really allow for us to have a um, pony with us. So after three months, we had to give him up. We gave him to our friends who lived on a big 100-acre property, and they kept him for a while, but then they had to move him on as well as he was not very... Um, he didn't get along with the other animals. He was very dominant over the other animals. So they gave him away to their friends and their friends have kept him ever since. So yeah, um, after Buddy, I got Artie um, when I was 13. And um, me and Artie have had a lot of rough patches, I guess. But I'm glad that we've overcome them. And I'm very happy that he's still my horse. Um, he's helped me a lot. And yeah. Um, after Artie, well, when I still had Artie, I really wanted a big horse that I could ride around on and, um, kind of, yeah, just live my dream, I guess, of owning a big horse. Um, I've wanted horses since I was five. I sat on my first horse when I was three years old and after that happened, I was just hooked on them. I asked every single day my parents if I could get a pony, if I could get a horse, if I could go do riding lessons. So, Yeah. Um, in 2017, um, I asked my parents if I could get a horse and they said that I could have a look around for some horses. So I had a look on Gumtree and this one chestnut horse came up that I was really interested in. He was a gelding. Um, his ad said he was 16 hands and eight years old and he was a thoroughbred. Um, in his pictures, he looked really kind of calm, I guess, and really average condition he wasn't in best condition but he wasn't skinny or anything um and so he really kind of stuck out to me and so we went and saw him and I test rode him um when we got there he was very skinny and uh not 16 hands his ad was just kind of a big lie but um nonetheless I still tried him and at the time I knew I shouldn't have bought him and I think it was kind of like a, like a, 
feeling thing. Me and my family felt very sorry for him in his living situation. He was on five acres of just gravel and dirt. There was hardly any feed and he was with another horse, um, another thoroughbred and they were both very skinny and you could kind of tell that they weren't really looked after and so um, I guess it was a pity buy. Um, we bought him and I had him for three months I think and unfortunately we had to put him down um he was very skinny and he had ulcers and he had he was a windsuck he was a big windsucker and he had exposed nerves on his teeth and he wasn't taking in any of the medicine and nutrients that we were giving him so he just wasn't picking up condition and unfortunately we just couldn't make him better so it was in his best interest to um put him to sleep um so that's what we did and it was very hard at the time because um I felt like uh, I don't know I felt like I kind of failed him and myself because I couldn't make him better but um and I also lost one of my friends over it so that was really tough for me as well but um in the end I knew that it was the right decision and the professionals that we had helping us with him said that it was the right decision as well so I mean in the end I know that it was the right thing to do and he wouldn't have lasted much longer um in all the pain that he was in but it really just sucked um losing one of my friends over it but fast forward to a year later me and my so like said friend um have made up so yeah um and then ash i already explained she was one of my grandfather's horses and when he passed away um i was gifted with her so yeah Uh, That's a little bit about me and my horses and my situation, I guess. Um, In the end, I kind of just want to achieve um, no fear, like not dominant, um, but kind of a partnership with both of my horses. Like I want to be able to achieve and do things with them like trick training and liberty and... um, tackless riding and all this stuff I want to be able to achieve that with them and so hopefully that will happen um um I feel like another thing that really kind of shaped me um to the person that I am today and my outlook on horses I guess and life in general um I was in Queensland visiting my online best friend um Barefoot Bays and um when I was over there, um, the last day that me and my mum were there, the day that we were coming back down to New South Wales, um, one of her miniature ponies, Twiglet, um, he unfortunately drowned in their dam. And, yeah, that was really kind of a wake-up call to me, I guess, that you never know what's going to happen overnight. Like, you don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning and your horse is going to be there or not and it was kind of an eye-opener for me that's why I want to try and have this partnership with my horse and try and achieve as much as I can with them because I don't want to just suddenly one day not have them there and kind of regret not doing anything with them um so yeah I guess that's why I I don't have solid plans for them but I know what I want to do with them I know that I want to achieve this partnership with them and I want to bond and be able to trust my horse and for them to be able to trust me so yeah um with that being said um twiglet's death had it was no one's fault it was just a 
kind of freak accident. Um, no one could have, have, like, we couldn't have avoided it. We couldn't have done something different to change the outcome. It, like I said, it was an overnight thing and we didn't, obviously, we didn't know that it was going to happen and it was no one's fault. So it, yeah, it just kind of made me realise that you can take all the safety precautions that you can think of and something still might go wrong. So yeah, um, thanks for listening to my first podcast. And this is AA Equestrian signing out. Um, until next time.